All right, everybody, welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 2nd, and Eric, a couple championships, a uh, couple uh, out of the way this past yeah. weekend. Hey, first of all, happy March. Yeah, feels, this is feels March. Good, feels good to be back in March Madness here. Right? It, it feels like we never left March Madness, honestly, over the last year. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but yes, yes, a couple couple championships out of the way, both uh, indoor women, men's and women's indoor track and field uh, finished up this weekend. And I know wrestling finished up for you this weekend as well. So congratulations to NIU for their first ever indoor track and field championship and Eastern Michigan as well on the men's side. So congrats to them. Yeah, and congrats to Missouri. The number five uh, nationally ranked uh, Tigers won their ninth straight MAC wrestling title, their 10th straight conference championship, but this is their ninth uh, straight um, MAC title. And you know what? I, you know, I hadn't covered wrestling for the MAC. Yeah, dude. I'm and right I know we spent some time doing NCAA tournament or the NCAA championship here in Cleveland a couple of years ago. But once those championship matches started on Saturday, they come they are just one after another yeah, dude, they, and i wasn't in. ready for the speed well i you were you were pretty locked in honestly i saw you all throughout uh the day uh posting that stuff to to our pages and, and stuff so I, I thought you were pretty locked in and all over it i was locked in but i just <laughs> didn't realize i thought maybe at least take a water break because like yeah. <laughs> one match was over and then the guys are on the mat and i'm like oh yeah. wait wait a second here <laughs> i mean like holy cow and uh but it was it was fun. It was fun. Uh, had a lot of good matches. Uh, yeah. You know, well, I you... mentioned I mentioned Missouri uh, winning the title. Uh, four of their uh, wrestlers won their weight class, so four out of the ten. They had eight guys wrestling at different weight classes out of the ten. So, uh, you know, that's why they're number five in the country. And congrats to Brian Smith and his crew for for getting another one. And uh, we'll, we'll be talking a little wrestling with our special guest today. Pretty yeah, soon. I would... I was going to ask you, I know we mentioned uh, both for both of us, this was our first time really covering the sports that we handled this weekend. Um, what was maybe one thing you learned about uh, college wrestling that you didn't know covering this weekend? It's intense. Well, it's not something I didn't know, but it's intense and it's yeah. fast paced, more fast paced than I thought. And you know, there was some jawing back and forth. You know, it's it's wrestling. It's it's a aggressive sport. Um, I can't tell you still after watching the ins and outs of how points are given and none of that. I I need to read up on it. I'll be first to know. I no or first to admit. I should say. Ignorance. What's that? I said it's definitely based off our ignorance. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, totally ignorant, um, without a doubt. But uh, it was it was exciting. Uh, every match was really exciting. It was, it was fun to watch. And I'm just glad we talked about it time and time again. I know I'm a broken record on this, but just to see those guys, I mean, it's wrestling in the middle of a pandemic, like who right. would have thought that we could have pulled off that championship and Absolutely. we did. And it was on ESPN plus and everyone got to see those championship matches and, uh, the matches the day before. So it was cool. It was really cool. What about you? Uh, I have to say a lot of my uh, weekend was spent trying to figure out the math and conversions between meters and feet. Oh, yes. And yes. I'll tell you what, it is difficult, man. I, yeah. I didn't I didn't know what the conversion was for 17.54 meter shot put. I had no idea. 
Yeah. So no. having to figure that out uh, this weekend was a, a little tough, but uh, we managed to make it through. I think back was- in the day when I, when I was a little guy uh, doing my internship at Kansas, they they said when you come here to Kansas, you're going to handle track and field. I'm like, okay, I'll handle track and field, and um, I was in charge of one of the biggest relays in the country, the Kansas Relays, which was hosted right there. And I same thing. I had no clue. <laughs> still don't about the conversions and all that stuff i was my mind was in a pretzel i'm glad we hired a company to do it <laughs> yeah my, i i just didn't know and i'm not good at math to begin with so yep. don't don't just start throwing conversions at me and expect me to figure <laughs> them out like it but yeah it was um we weren't math majors that's for sure no no but it, yeah it's it's uh two great sports uh, that don't get nearly enough recognition and uh, the championships are really cool. And I mean, you you love watching college, you love watching the Olympics. I mean, I mean, I I watch track and field all day in the Mm -hmm. Olympics, you know? So um, I, you know, you, you hope that college gets as much um, our college student athletes get as much play for that. I know at NCAA championships they do, but it was, it was cool. Again, two great events, two, uh, well, are we calling that three championships? Because yep. yours are really Good. yeah. So three yep. championships out of the way, and and then we're gonna look forward uh, to our next championship, which is coming up in a week and a half. And we've talked about it at length, but uh, the basketball tournament uh, coming to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, a little yeah. a little update just from the women's side. We had uh, Bowling Green clinch the one seed. And uh, we do have our full eight teams, I believe, coming to Cleveland. I don't know about the men's side. I believe you. Yeah, do we do as well. Um, so that's super nice, kind of uh, getting it out of the way. Uh, no, no tiebreaker scenarios other than the seeds that are already coming. Yeah, so that's good. Sure. Um, so yeah. No, same thing on the men's side. All eight teams wrapped up with uh, Ball State being the last one to claim a, a spot this past weekend, um, and and Toledo uh, tonight. Uh, as we talk this tonight, they can clinch an outright uh, regular season championship on the men's side. Again, what uh, Todd Kowalczyk and his staff have been able to do this year uh, has been tremendous. And, uh, you know, they're, they're playing really good basketball year long. And so, you know, win tonight over Central Michigan and they'll be um, our MAC regular season champs. And right now they, they could possibly share it, but, you know, win tonight against uh, locks that up for them. So, Something to watch as we have um, five basketball games tonight. Beautiful. Unfortunately, we lost one of them uh, yep. today. Ohio and Kent okay. got uh, postponed. But, um, yeah, we're, we're down the stretch with today and Friday, and then we'll have a bracket out, and we'll be looking to the quarterfinals. Absolutely. And then uh, I know just to close before we go to our um, guests for the day, we do have two new sports coming up this week. And I'd like to give a little uh, preview uh, for the field hockey teams. Uh, Miami, again, our, our three-time reigning champion for field hockey, was selected uh, to win the MAC again this year in our preseason poll. So just a preview for, for our listeners. That's going out at 2 p.m. today. All right. And we'll start the women's soccer season on Thursday, and our preseason poll for them is coming out tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, no spoiler alerts here. You're not going to get a spoiler out of me for the women's soccer coaches poll. Um, and then I'll, I'll mention, I mean, just a really cool story um, it, coming out of our volleyball is Bowling Green. I mean, they're now yeah. 11 and 0. They swept Kent State, who was right behind them. I mean, BG's just playing really, really good volleyball. And they're, uh, they're uh, you know, a story to watch and possibly may uh, 
this is even breaking news to you. We may may have a guest on from the Bowling Green volleyball squad this week oh, for our second right. show. I all do right. think next week um, we may be going dark, but then again, we may yeah, come. Uh, we may come to you with a podcast right from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We'll we will see how we're feeling. Um, we we we'll see, or maybe a late night hotel podcast oh yeah we've we've been known to do those yeah we we have done them in the past but we we will be wrapped up with the basketball uh championship and we'll talk a little more about that in our next show as as we look forward to uh mac madness at rocket mortgage Mm -hmm. Fieldhouse. but yeah like eric said we're going to get to our our special guest of the day we were talking wrestling in in the open here and matt stencil um central michigan 285 pounder um he won his fourth straight mac title he's the first mac wrestler to ever do that in the in the 285 weight class and the ninth wrestler in mac history to do that no matter the weight class um i saw his match guy's a beast guy's an absolute beast (laughs) you gotta be yeah and and yeah yeah and um you know he he's clearly um you know, one of our top guys in the conference. And uh, so we wanted to bring him on again, some of these sports, whether it's track, whether it's wrestling, don't get the notoriety. And we wanted to bring Matt on to talk a little wrestling with us. So here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back to the call to action podcast. Uh, Once again, we have a very special guest with us today, Matt Stencil, Central Michigan wrestling four-time champion in the 285-pound weight class. And let me say the first in Mac history to ever do that. Matt, thanks for joining us. And how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Ready to get on to nationals at this point. We got two-week break, so we got time, but I'm excited. Absolutely. So so as I say in the open, you're the first one to do this. Um, you know, how, how does that feel? Has that sunk in? How, you know, just, just take us through that and just uh, being, I mean, you're the ninth wrestler in Mac history to win four straight titles. So has that really set in or like you said, are you just focused on the next step? Well, I'm, I'm focused on the next step. It'll really, it'll really get to me when, when the whole, um, when the season's over, you know, when you look back at everything, cause you're so with wrestling, it's, you have one goal being national champ. So I'm so focused on that right now that I'm just not letting that get into me yet. You know, I don't want to be complacent and I don't want to relax. So, and I, I didn't wrestle anybody there that I uh, didn't expect to beat. So I'm going to wrestle some guys this uh, at nationals that um, are pretty good. Some of them consider them the best in the world. So I got to be ready for that. And uh, if I let my guard down, I won't be successful. So. And then what is this uh, two, you said two weeks till nationals, right? So how, what does yeah. this two week layoff kind of look for you? Are you training um, every day? Or are you trying to take a, a couple breaks or, or what's going on? Well, we had Sunday and Monday off when we got back, we got back at like Sunday at 7am, I think. And we got Monday off cause that's our off day. And then we're probably going to be training pretty hard for the next probably week, week and a half at least. And then we'll, we'll taper off before, uh, before nationals. I leave that up to Coach Borelli. Yeah, <laughs> you have no say in it, right? Yeah, well, it's just easier to do what you're told anyway than try to figure yeah. out how to coach and wrestle. So, right. absolutely, take us to the championship. It was definitely a different scene without 
you know, fans there. Yeah. How does that play into, uh, obviously it didn't affect you. You went on to win the, the Mac okay. title once again, but you know, how, how is that? How do you play off on a normal given meet or just how tough has this year been without kind of that energy in the building? Um, it, it's definitely different for sure, but I think it helps a lot of people too, because, you know, that's where you're more comfortable. Wrestlers don't get a lot of recognition as it is. So, and we practice, we don't practice with a lot of people. We don't have, we have two coach, three, two or three, we have three coaches right now. And we, those are the three guys and two of them are wrestling in the room and then coach Bradley's running practice. So there's not anybody watching us at practice. So when you go to those tournaments and matches and stuff like that this year, it's been kind of almost, it's weird, but it gets normal pretty quick because we're used to that. You know, a lot of wrestlers, like last year when nationals got canceled or canceled, there was a lot of people that said, well, we'll just go wrestle in some barn somewhere. Nobody's going to have to know. So it's not too, it's not too weird. It just, you know, it sucks. It was a, a great venue. Like they had a, like a pretty nice arena. So it would have been cool to have, have fans there though. That's for sure. I would wish my parents were there too. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. It's a tough, tough year for all that stuff. And Eric, just to follow up. For, yeah, sure. I mean, we, we got to uh, Eric and I just a couple of years ago when Cleveland hosted the NCAA. I mean, that, that's what I like think of. I mean, I know every wrestling meet's not like that, but that championship day at Rocket Mortgage, Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, like, yeah, that's unreal. That's an oh, unreal yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. It makes, <laughs> it, it, that's why all the wrestlers like look forward to. I think in, in America for sure, the, the NCAA championships is the biggest wrestling event mm-hmm. to us personally. Sure. Then, like, when, when people go in like world medal, after wrestling, like after they're done with their collegiates, like it tends to get like overlooked a lot because yeah. it's like, like if those guys that don't all American, then they go on and win a world championship. People are like, yeah, but they didn't all American kind of, you know what I mean? Like people get their recognition from NCA tournament. That's where everybody in like America really looks at for wrestling. And, and why do you think, why do you, I guess, think that is, I mean, like for to me wrestling fans are so into wrestling whereas you can have casual fans i feel like in in basketball baseball soccer different sports like that but wrestling fans i feel like you're all in or nothing you know what i mean well you kind of have to be to to really understand what's going on because like you don't get a lot of coverage so if you don't go out of your way to find the results or or really look at something like that unless espn posts you which isn't often so those guys have to to like if you're a fan, yeah. you have to look it up. You have to care. Otherwise you're never going to see it. And why the NCAA championships is what I think it is so highly regarded in, in the wrestling world in America is because growing up, nobody does freestyle and Greco really until you get to high school. And then you have like a little bit of club scene there where you do that after the wrestling season's over, but you're wrestling folk style since you're a lot of people five years old. So and then when you think about it, there's no more folk style wrestling after the NCAA tournament. So that's like the end goal. That's kind of like the America's Olympics in a way. Got it. So Yeah, I know that, uh, you know, I had um, there's a coach here around town and Chardon High School is where I went uh, close here and uh, to where I live. And and um, one coach, he went every year. Like what I thought was really cool about the wrestling championship, like the same group of guys, they go wherever the city is. And, you know, when it was here in town and I know some people that coach, I just thought that's really cool that, you know, that's like their, their bachelor party trip, like every, yeah. every year, you know, like that's where they get together. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. That was my first year too, was in Cleveland when that was my first national championships. So, and that was actually my first one ever participating in. 
yeah. you know, my dad wasn't a, a big wrestler. He wasn't a wrestler at all growing up. And, you know, me and my brother got into it when we were younger and like we, t- it took off from there, but it was never, my dad was never like a fan of wrestling before us. So we, I never went as a kid. So that was my first time ever going too. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I just wanted to ask as a follow-up, just how, how did you, I mean, you, you mentioned your dad wasn't big, you know, your family wasn't big. How did, how did you start? Did you play any other sports, you know, in high school or anything? Uh, I was a big football player when I was younger. Like that's what every, like every little kid at that time, that's like a boy wants to really be a football player. And um, me and my brother were pretty, like he's two years older than me, but size comparison, I will now I'm a lot bigger than him, but growing up, we were always real. I, if, if I was like always like five or 10 pounds bigger than him. So I always wanted to do everything he did. And obviously he's two years older than me. So he's two years more mature. And then when we got started to get older, we started to get more physical and we were pushing each other all the time. And, and um, we were looking for another sport in the winter. Cause like, you know, you play football and then what's after football It's like, and uh, so one year we were like, well, we try wrestling and we went to our club thing and I tried wrestling and I had a lot of fun with it. And so did my brother. And then the next year we really took it. We went to a different club that was a little bit better just because my dad thought it would be better for me. And he said, well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it the right way. And uh, we had a East Toledo wrestling club is what it was called. And we got in there with some good guys and, and a coach that was pretty passionate and it took off from there. So I love it. And I, I want to talk about your, your high school career a little bit. I saw, I think it was like you were 184 and 18. Yeah. Or something in your, in your high school career. How did, how did you manage that? And was there anyone you really feared in, in high school to wrestle? Well, when I first started, like, like I always tell everybody this really that asked me about like, like my history with wrestling is when I was a freshman in high school, I didn't really like see myself wrestling in college. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I was set on being a football player. I was like six, two, like 190 pounds or six, one probably. And, um, I wrestled 182 for most of the year. And, and I ended up cutting down to 70 my freshman year. And then every year after that, I moved, I went 182, 195 and 220, but I didn't really get like, I remember I took, I didn't go to high, like the state tournament as a right. freshman because my district tournament was extremely tough. It's the Cleveland area. So you got St. Ed's like Illyria, Brexville at that time. Yes. So it was always like a really hard to make it to the state tournament. And most of the guys that made it to the state tournament, cause they only take four. Most of those guys that went placed. And I remember my freshman year, I, I lost to the kid that took second, the kid that took third. And I was like, Oh, I mean, like I could have been a state placer four times state placer. So then the next year, I know I, I took it a little more serious. I wrestled more, um, I started to develop more and, and enjoy wrestling. And then I ended up that next year I took second at the state tournament and I went to Fargo and I won Fargo. I doubled up. I won Greco and freestyle. And I, I was like, wow, I'm actually like, I'm with the best guys in the country. Yeah. That was still age bracketed. So I was like, still more like, I want to play football. You know, I'm, I'm getting bigger and, um, I just thought that I was like, that was like my goal my whole life was I wanted to be a football player. And then I, that, that next year, like we got a new football coach. He wasn't the best coach. We weren't the best team. So I had some friction there and at, like I wanted to go to super 32 and, and all that stuff. And he ended up having some disagreements with it and didn't want me to like 
benched me. So I was like, well, I'm done. I'm going to go full in on football. And I know coach, and that was about the time that coach, after I went Fargo, coach Borelli called me and really wanted me to come up here and, and, and wrestle. So that's when I started to really think about wrestling as like a next step for me. What, what position were you in football? Well, I thought I should have been a middle linebacker because that's like six one, two, two hundred yeah, pounds, sure. like give or take. That's like perfect. But I was stuck at nose guard all the time. <laughs> I was really I had start well, and our league was really good at football, and I was really worried that that um I was gonna get hurt. Like people yeah. like top block and stuff like that. And that's pretty much my that was like those two reasons were the reasons why I just was like it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And then I I, I uh committed here and I was like I'm not going to waste my senior year wrestling if I just blow my knee out in football so right well you went to Clay High School in Oregon is it Oregon we we have this debate a lot Oregon or Oregon how do you say it everybody there calls it Oregon Oregon okay Eric and I have had many a trip to Oregon I'm not lying uh freeway diner oh yep yeah see okay we we know we know I I feel like it's closed now they, they always say that it's going to close and it never seems to close. I haven't been back there in a, in a while though. So, so we had a, we had a former coworker who was from Oregon and um, on our way to the football championship, we go up to Detroit or really anytime we would go out that way. She's like, Oh, you got to go freeway diner, freeway diner. We walked in. It's like, that place is epic. And I hope it's not closed. Yeah. I hope it isn't either. It's the only <laughs> place actually in town that you can go. That's like, you can go either at midnight or, or six yep. in the morning. It, it, it's like one of those one of those places. And they'll still serve you blueberry pancakes no matter what. <laughs> exactly. A lot, of, a lot of food. A lot of food. If people are listening and you're like on your way in that area, right outside of Toledo, you gotta look it up. Hopefully, hopefully they don't shut their door. And they, you know, you know it's a good diner when like every server is over. 70 years old of yeah. age you know like you, you <laughs> just feel like your grandmother to... is serving your breakfast you know it's yeah. it's it's great it's absolutely awesome and it's one of those places that has like the penny tables where yeah. they, put, like, they lay yeah. all the pennies down and then they put yeah. the stuff over top of it we, we love, that's that's pretty much our extent of our knowledge about oregon uh, uh some kind of good donut place i believe i uh, can't Haas bakery Haas Haas bakery yeah um that's it. Is it, Eric? Are we forgetting anything? Just uh, two food, the, and we always Tim, stop at this. Um, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah. No way. Need coffee. There, well, you guys come from Route Two, right? Like, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either. Yeah. So there's another place that's just outside of Oregon, more towards like your guys's way. It's called Joe's Kitchen, like the Mommy Bay General Store, and they have good pizza. And then Lucky's Bar and Grill, which is right on. Uh, it's kind of by. It's like the same road freeway is. It's like mile down the road, if that. And All right, we're gonna, we're gonna write those down. Writing them down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the other thing I want to bring up, and you talk about recognition. That's why we wanted to bring you on. A big thing is tell your story, get to know you. That's that's what we're always doing with our our show here to get you know on the on the mat, off the mat. Uh, but one thing we got to bring up is how long, Eric. I don't know if you saw, but our, our guy here had the the Greg Popovich like you know the count out. Have yeah, you seen yeah. the Greg when he when he won the title? He was he was doing the count. How how yeah. long were you always know you were gonna do that for your kind of celebration? Uh no, I didn't even actually plan like before the match to do any kind of celebration. You know, I that's not my thing. I always think that if I do that, I'm gonna somebody's gonna get a picture of me and I'm gonna look stupid. So I never really celebrate. Um that was just because I, I was pretty hyped up because my my whole team was behind the bench, you know, so they were they were all 
freaking out too. So it kind of got me excited too. And that was kind of just a last minute thing that I thought of. No, I, I, I loved it. Cause you know, we're cutting the video. Like I was cutting the little video clips and everything. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I miss, I had you holding up the four, but like right in real time, I'm like, Oh man, I wanted that. I mean, I've seen it out there, but you know, in that, well, in it's, it's, um, it was right after the match ended. I didn't even right. stand up yet. I just looked over it on my whole bench <laughs> and they were like, yeah, <laughs> so it kind of just it flowed. Well, it just happened, you know? Yeah, no, it's awesome. We, that's, that's the moments we love to see. Yeah. Well, you're going to have a, a couple of your guys go down to St. Louis with you, correct? Yes. Four yeah. so far. Hopefully we get two more. Yeah. And then what, what's that going to be like? I mean, just knowing you have kind of that support with you and, and you're there to support them, uh, you know, through some of the biggest matches of your guys' career, honestly. Yeah. I think we're all just looking to go have fun. You know, it's the last tournament of the year for some of those guys that might be their last time competing. And uh, it's fun going with those guys that you started with, you know, those guys have been with me since I was a freshman, we were roommates and, and uh, now we get to, finish out a career if not because i'm coming back next year i'm gonna wrestle because we get an extra year um and i know uh, one of the other guys is too but the other guys they're not sure so it's gonna be fun you know when you start out together and this is like a journey that we started together i mean it's been half a decade now that i've known those guys and it's been by so fast so um i think we're just looking that it's gonna be fun you know when if you were going and it was by yourself you're not really close with anyone it makes it hard to have a lot of fun, you know, right. cause you don't get the jokes and, and you guys know how road trips are. Yeah. It's all about the jokes and, and talking. So. No, those, those are the things like when our championships, hit, those are things. Yeah. You talk about, you know, even though we're hosting them, we're not on the field. It's yeah. the, it's the stuff off, you know, you got a job to do. And that's just like you guys, you have a job to do when you're there to go out, compete. And ours is just, you know, running stat. No, <laughs> not just stat runner. <laughs> we still no, have but, but it's like, you know, you, it's it's those things around it that just make for the memories and the experience. Oh, and that's really cool. And it's cool to hear that you're coming back. That would be, you know, oh, yeah. first five time exactly. at 285, right? We, we no, get no, down no. that road. I'm not putting another, you didn't say that I said it. So don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> what What is kind of the end? What What's your end game here? What What do you... You know, what, what is your dreams and aspirations outside of winning these titles, outside of winning a national title? You know, where do you want to take it? Well, I'm, uh, eventually I want to be a coach, a college coach. I, I, you know, I'm kind of playing it by year like I have my whole life. You know, I wasn't planning on being a college wrestler, and it kind of just happened. So I'm just going to keep doing my thing, and um, I'm going to graduate this year, go grad school next year. And then after that, I have a decision, and I don't know what it is yet but it's either continue to wrestle on after at the senior level or become a coach right away or hopefully I can do both you know it depends on on what the offers are and and like that for like job positions and where it's at location and if I can hopefully what I would like to do is spend like two or three years as a as a coach slash competing at the senior level mm-hmm. you know but that all depends on on who's at what level at that right. time so. and and what is what is the senior level i, I guess uh, like world world championships and olympic stuff right okay i i just want i didn't know how much you know you were gonna spend time there at, in terms yeah. of well, i would do one cycle and then i would i yeah. want to be a coach really really bad i'm really yeah. passionate about it i have a lot of fun doing it so i don't want to spend too much time doing that and miss out on years where i can really be learning from other coaches and and like coaching other guys. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. We've talked to you for about 20 minutes and I feel, I, I can definitely feel the coach vibe. I, <laughs> without a doubt. I can, you <laughs> yeah. just, 
I mean, it is, you're, you know, personal, you, you get through to people. I can, I can totally see the coach thing, but you know, senior level, you talk about that. We've had some guys, I mean, Dustin Kilgore, who was at Ken a long time ago, Jaden Cox, most recently going to the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, watching those guys and seeing what they're doing and uh, you know, Jaden winning a medal. Yep. I mean, you know, how does, how does that play in your mind of, Hey, I mean, why not me? Exactly. And well, I just, there was an RTC cup not too long ago and Harris wrestled there. And so did Gable and they both beat our senior level guy at, at the time, uh, who is Nick Wazdowski right now. Um, they both beat him. So this year I'm, I'm not, I'm focused on winning an NCAA title and, and graduating. So I'm not going to do the whole, the whole Olympic tr like trials probably, but those guys are, and they have a chance to, all three of those guys have a chance to make a team. So like after that, I'm right there with those guys, you know, I've beaten Paris twice. So why not me? And I think that if I don't do it, I may regret it. Like later on in the future, like, Oh man, I beat that guy twice. And I, I think I, you know what I mean? Sure. So, who, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. That's just being a competitor. It, it, I mean, you got to try. Yeah, exactly. And it's tricky too, with like RTC programs and like they pay their guys like to be full-time athletes and to be in the room. And it has to be comfortable for me. I'm not going to try and like really suffer to like do that because I am super passionate about coaching as well. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hurt my, my future in that way by just making it too long of a, of a process chasing a, a never ending thing. Cause you, some of those guys, they get in that cycle where they just keep chasing that, trying to make an Olympic team and stuff like that. And I think it, it beats some people up. So Absolutely. And in, ter in terms of coaching, I know you've, you've talked a lot about it. Do you think how, how mean do you have to be to be a wrestling coach? I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of conditioning and so much energy you have to put in to be just a wrestling coach that it's different from a lot of other sports. It is. And it's, you have like with wrestling, it's, it, it's like being a parent almost, you know, you never want to punish your guys if they're not doing the right things or if they're not in shape or something like that. And it, what seems like a punishment, right. but if you're coaching the right guys and recruiting the right guys, that stuff doesn't feel too much of like a punishment to them. Those guys want to do that kind of stuff. I don't know if I've ever been mad at coach Brelly for making me do something that was extremely hard. You know, it sucks. And you're like, Oh my God, this guy's crazy. But <laughs> it's never like a, a despise your, your wrestling coach and coach Brelly isn't super mean at all i mean he hired I don't, I don't, yeah i don't know if mean was the right word it was more like <laughs> well you, you do have to be you have to be hard on your guys yeah you want them yeah. to be successful you know and and learning I, i've learned a lot from coach Rowley in these five years and i learned a lot about because i want to be a coach so i always look at him as how he handles himself and handles situations that happen i mean there's been a lot of situations that that coaches need to been like to be a good coach and it's mostly just making sure they're doing the right things and you know for him, he wants us to everybody to be a successful person outside of wrestling first, you know, and that's doing all the little things right. And, and he doesn't want you to regret anything as always. He always tells all, all the, the seniors that and stuff like that. He goes, I don't want you guys to leave here and be like, Oh, I'm like, I'm disappointed that I didn't do this. You know? And he feels, he takes it super personal if you feel that way, because then he looks back and he goes, well, I should have been harder on him. Mm -hmm. So you definitely have to be, um, tough-minded you know you don't you got to do the things that that a lot of other coaches don't have to do I know a lot of like a lot of our teams here their uh, strength and conditioning coaches do their their 
conditioning and stuff like yeah. that. I don't think we'd be in the best very shape if we left it up to them. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a funny or maybe out there type of Coach Borelli story that you could tell us off the top of your head? Um, I remember we had a kid in the room was running sprints and um, we have like a certain time that you got to make and uh, he wasn't making his time and coach probably had to make the decision like do I keep because if you don't make it then the whole team's got to keep running he had to make decision do I tell the kid to leave practice so that way all these kids can wrap up their sprints or do I just keep letting them fail and I think he told told him was like well just leave then and uh, the kid I remember was 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 pretty upset he was like I'm trying my best <laughs> and he just saw coach Bradley kind of like, like oh all right all right, all right kind of thing <laughs> so it's great that's yeah. awesome what do you have uh before before a duel before a championship do you do you have a certain kind of uh progression things that you have to do before you take the mat is there any kind of routine no but a little funny story from this past weekend so I have a pillow and a blanket that I've had since I got here and I just I use it every night when I go to bed and then so my freshman year I didn't take it on one trip and it was the North Dakota State and South Dakota State duel and I remember I wrestled horrible that weekend they were the, my two worst losses that I've ever had in my career and ever since then I, I brought the blankets everywhere well I happened to forget it leaving for this tournament and it wasn't one of those things where I had it as like a superstition in my head because everybody on the bus was like when they found out they're like you gotta go get your blanket you gotta go get your pillow <laughs> And um, it's funny too because like I'm a heavyweight and I oh, get a blankie. Yeah, <laughs> but I just don't like the hotel blankets and um, and my pillow is really nice too. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always take it everywhere and I didn't have it this weekend. And everybody was I'm not too superstitious. I like to keep myself re really relaxed right before I wrestle. That's like my only thing because yeah. if I get myself too worked up or too nervous, then I don't wrestle at my best. I overthink things. So just. Staying relaxed is kind of like my no music, no, no, nothing you're listening no, to. No, I actually like to talk or and watch wrestling right before I wrestle. Oh, okay. So that's why I normally do better at tournaments because I'm not watching somebody that I care about. So I'm watching just two other guys probably wrestling before me that like aren't my 197 pounder. So at duels, it's, it's more hard for me to, to, cause I, I can't, I can't, being a heavyweight, you wrestle last. So you cannot get worked up before the, the, like all the way through, you know, right. Duels are like emotional roller coasters. And if I keep yo-yoing my heart rate the whole time throughout, I'm going to be exhausted by the time I got to wrestle. I mean, it's like an hour and 20 minutes of yo-yoing <laughs> your heart rate. It's not good. So um, I can't do that with duels, but tournaments are really nice because I get to watch people that I don't care about and keeps my mind off my match. And then I just kind of go out. I, this is mo that, before my finals match was the most relaxed. I think I've ever been in any wrestling match ever. You know, like a, there's not like a name for the pillow or the blanket, right? No, <laughs> just kidding. I wanted to see your reaction. I wanted to well, see my your... my great grandma made the blanket. Oh, okay. And I had I never it wasn't like a blanket that I've had forever. It was, I think my senior year of high school I needed a new blanket and I didn't like well, I don't like comforters because I just think they're not comfortable at all. <laughs> and um, I had that one and I just used it every night I went to bed, and I took it with me to college and. I don't like hotel pillows either because they're super inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta be comfortable. You gotta, you gotta, champs, champs gotta be comfortable. Take the the kind of the last thing I had. And I don't know if Eric has anything to close it out, but just take us inside. It seems like every wrestler is just so focused, and maybe every every wrestler I believe is unique. Like 
they might have something like you say in in, in a certain way they either prepare or something maybe they need or well, um you know everyone has their own thing take a take us on a wrestling road trip what are those like is everyone just super focused are you kind of joking around take take us give us a (laughs) a story of what you guys are doing not on our team okay so on our team you have to be pretty uh thick skin you know everybody gets made fun of every single person you're not safe safe (laughs) on anything so those road trips are a lot of friendly banter back and forth with each other um the bus rides are, are by far the best um a thing that, um, a little tradition that the four, so Drew Hildebrandt, Dresden, Landon Pelham, and uh, I have like this little tradition since our freshman year, whenever we go on a road trip, we always seem to just kind of wander off once we get there to the hotel. We like wanted to go get like to a gas station or something like that to get drinks. And and um, we always have these, these little adventures that we have. And we still look back to a lot of those that we had freshman year. Um, as like key memories that we remember for, for later on in life, we'll never forget them. And they've always been super fun. And we've kind of got the team more like that now where everybody kind of is, we have a sleeper bus and and we have two couches that are in the back of the bus that we sit on. And I think we had on the way home, we had, I think 11 guys in the back of it. And it's just a three person couch. And there's some couple beds back there too, but we, um, we were back there for like, two or three hours just talking, you know, um, creating like uh, like what if scenarios and uh, would you rather scenarios. Yeah. And do you have a, do you have a favorite road trip you've ever been on or, or maybe the best city you've been to? The Vegas trips are always the, the oh. most fun. Say no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were always we don't, we don't need to hear about your wandering trips in Vegas. You're in wrestling season. So they're not, <laughs> too much like that but you know we weren't always the um at that time we were young that was our first two years that we went there and um we never did too hot <laughs> <laughs> we never did too hot um and we would be out after the first day we would no longer be wrestling and uh you know you don't have to get up in the morning to wrestle you're not worried about competing anymore so you you get to enjoy time with with family yeah. and like we did top golf one time when we were there which was fun and we walked um to the pawn stores like that show you walk yep, to the yep. pawn shop old vegas is is super cool too like walking sure. up and down that and you see all the people on the side of the like doing their little things so <laughs> yeah i haven't been there uh well i went for my bachelor party now seven years ago wow wow that's crazy it's, well, um, it's, it's, you know and that's not my personality either that's not really my scene i don't like do yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. but it was always fun because you know you're with your your, your yeah friends sure and um you do have a lot of energy. So, you know, you ride in the tram, walked up and down the whole strip. We walked yeah. through all the malls and stuff like that. And from the Midwest, there's nothing really like that around right. here. Right. So. No, definitely not. <laughs> I was, the last time I was there, I did check out old Vegas for the first time. It's cool. It's just low key vibe. It was uh, walking up and down and seeing kind of that old stuff was, was pretty cool. Balls. It's like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. the the kind of just the last thing is outside of i mean we've spent this whole thing wrestling um outside of a little bit uh you off the mat what when you're not wrestling and you're not looking to coach a wrestling like what kind of things do you like to get into um i do like hunting and fishing stuff like that but um what i picked up recently over over um quarantine is uh playing video games you know, I was here in Mount Pleasant because my girlfriend worked at the hospital. So she had worked through the whole quarantine. So I was up here by myself. 
and she works 12 hour shifts. So I was at home a lot and I, and I do have a dog and you know, you can only take your dog on so many walks before <laughs> it gets old. So uh, I, I got, I pretty, I got pretty into video games recently. So what, what are you playing? It's a war zone. Uh, is it right now, a, right now, Apex is what I've been playing. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We, we did look through, Oh, that's the last question actually. But we, we looked through, you know, Twitter feeds before we get up out here. Yeah. I love your Twitter. It's just like, war zone question mark is yeah. awesome like that's yeah. a tweet that those are right, so straight tweet, twitter gets too serious these days like i love a good tweet that just says war zone <laughs> yeah that's just asking anybody if they want to play <laughs> yeah no no i yeah and then of course we got to highlight the tweet i mean right at the top of your uh of your twitter profile the the pose uh you know with <laughs> all, all 2021 i mean yeah. classic Oh yeah. That was just kind of like a last minute thing. I was just joking when I uh, laid down like that and the girl took the picture. So uh, I wasn't even ready for those pictures. I don't even have socks on. <laughs> I don't even have socks on. That's the worst thing ever. That's amazing. No, we, we love that. That kind of stuff's great. And again, yeah. you, people, people are listening. You got to go check that out. It's at Matt underscore stencil one nine seven, uh, right at the top there. Uh, classic it. picture. I mean, as soon as I, I mean, I saw you win the championship, but then I went to your Twitter. I'm like, I told Eric, I'm like, done deal. This guy's coming on with us. No question. I wrote it. I tweeted it. I saw you liked it. I'm like, I think we got it. You know, oh yeah, pretty good shot of getting yeah. you on here. And I, I don't like uh, re- reacting too much to a lot of people on Twitter too, because it's not like so much of the hate or anything like that. But if I forget somebody, like oh, well, they message them, so I always drop the favorite to let them know that I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say like thank you to some people or absolutely, and then somebody else say something to me and I don't see it and I don't respond, and then they kind of like oh yeah, people... so I just stick to the favorite. Yeah, um, I ignore all of Eric. They said he sends me most of the time, so. <laughs> But we have to talk together. Well, Matt, again, um, this was awesome. Uh, really glad that we Thank got you, to get you on here, learn about you on and off the mat. And, um, you know, definitely best of luck to not only you, but your teammates uh, in St. Louis coming up here. You know, we'll be watching. We'll be That's another one of these after that, right? As a national hey, yes, hey, yes, absolutely. Yeah, let's we, do it. We, we love repeat guests on here. But we could get uh, we could get Dresden in here and uh drew would get pretty rowdy pretty we've awesome. done uh we've done a couple where we've uh had well we did one a couple months ago now where uh kent state back now eight years ago they went to the college world series mm-hmm. and we brought like three guys on from the team oh. that were you know part of that to talk about yeah. the trip and all that so we we're we're all about multiple guests on one show so you guys you guys that would be pretty you know, that would be pretty fun they're both they're drew's pretty good character and 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 putting all three of us together four of us if you got all four of us on here (laughs) might have to put an explicit label on it parental Uh, i mean if we can get that way you know (laughs) put it behind the paywall (laughs) (laughs) love it no but uh yeah you know best of luck to you guys uh we'll be watching that's not this coming weekend but the the next weekend uh what are the actual 18th and 20th i think 18th and 20th yeah we leave a a tuesday and then the final like the tournament starts thursday got it thursday friday saturday oh yeah yeah that's right because we have the basketball tournament for us is next week the whole thing should be on espn yeah it will be you can watch every single map absolutely cool we were were part of the behind the scenes with that and it was really cool with again in, in cleveland and uh 
be be cool not to be uh as stressed i know i was stressed that was like oh, my we first stressed. big wrestling yeah. thing and i was like helping the ncaa like oh man what if i messed something up and mm-hmm. and uh but this following our guys um you know uh, that weekend will be really cool we'll definitely yeah. be following you so again best of luck to you and and uh, you. you know hopefully we'll get you back on here soon yep sounds good to me all right thanks matt yep see ya the time, not the man.